These are people I met. They are all so strong. They just like push through every day. And so that's kind of how the name I love the way you line seems to be about because it's like I love I love the way that you're handling this Okay, I always the intro is the worst part to me because I don't know what okay. to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so let's just start. So in your in the I got together like your posts for the week to share your page and like what you're all about. And yeah. I was reflecting on how you were like the push to getting this podcast to start. Oh. I don't know if you remember that conversation. Yeah, but I love that. I was talking to you about like the artists and collective initiative mm -hmm. and like trying to figure out what I was going to do with it, where I saw it going. And you're like, well, have you ever thought about doing like a podcast? Cause then they can share their story. And I'd thought about doing a podcast, but for some reason I didn't like link that I should interview the people that I'm wanting to hear from. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, encouraged me to start the podcast, which I am very thankful for. Yay. That's why we're here. I love it. And then also, um, you were like one of the OG, I love the way you lime people. Yeah. Cause you were there from pretty much like the start, right? When we had met, yeah. I don't even think we were like an official nonprofit yet. It was just like the, no. getting the idea out there and stuff. I remember going to see you speak, gosh, in Nashville I don't even think I Love the Way You Line was started. Remember, you spoke at that. I don't even remember. Some building, I went to see you. I barely knew you. And I went, oh, yeah. and I was in the audience there, and you were speaking for something. And uh, do you remember that? Okay, so was I wearing, like, a dress? <laughs> I don't know what you were wearing. <laughs> I remember you were sort of nervous. And oh, you my gosh. There. Okay, yeah. Yes, I you know what you're so talking brave. about. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. You were – I don't – okay, I – Talk you might not really have known quick. I was there because I, I came in the back and I just wanted to hear you and support I you I don't there, know but, if I um, remember you. No, yeah, I don't know if I, I remember there. that. Yeah. Whoa, that is so nuts. My memory is so bad, <laughs> but I remember that day because I actually was so sick that morning. I had okay. been up since like two or three in the morning and yeah. that was like one of my first times really presenting anything right. for I Love the Way You Lime and I was so terrified and I swear it was all God that I was even able to, like, get up there yeah. and not, like, really feel the pain or anything. That's so cool you were there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have, like, footage from that day, but I won't use it because you can tell how nervous I was. I think it's beautiful, though. I love that. Because, <laughs> like, uh, you, you did it. You did it scared. And I think that's important. Mm, you know, you still yeah. were there and went up. And that's so brave. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, And then you had – I was trying to remember, like – we had the I Love the Wee Lime event, but then at some point mm -hmm. we had the first get together at your house. Remember you invited like me and a couple girls over and we walk in and there yeah. was a sign. I was going to post the sign. It said like, <laughs> welcome. I love the Wee Lime sisters. Yep, and it yep. was so funny because I had like, I feel like I had the idea, but I didn't know what it was going to become. And I remember like you saying certain things and then seeing that and putting the get together where I'm, where like you helped kind of me to see what it could be if that does yeah. that make sense that's cool yeah yeah that was really that was special fun. I love that because mm -hmm. yeah. none of us really knew each other yet and you you were the catalyst to kind of pull us all together and like we all lived here in Nashville mm -hmm. 
um, but you were the one to come and just kind of bring us all together. And it was really, really powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like sitting on your, in your living room, just like talking. I remember I was about to go to stem cell and there was like a couple Mm -hmm. girls who had done stem cell and then like everyone was just sharing their stories. What a like, and my mom, I remember my mom sitting there just like soaking it all up. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And, um, what a, (laughs) special thing to like be able to be in community with people who get like what you've gone through and what you're going through it's everything yeah yeah I mean they can speak we can all speak to each other in a way that no one else can and I think that's mm-hmm. that's a gift we have you know not just for mm-hmm. Lyme but for other people who are in pain you know it's like they're gonna listen to us and um in ways that no one else can and we'll we'll hear from them in ways we can't hear from anyone else yeah Exactly. Yeah. So you are, uh, as I put Sorry, it, my hu- I asked my husband to get me tea, and he got oh, me no, that's this, good. This that's, weird monkey. It's cute. Is it a gorilla or a monkey? Yeah, because we call each other like, oh my gosh, it's like we are like <laughs> pet name for each other. We've been married thirty years, so um, we call each other monkey. So we <laughs> call each other. Yeah. So, oh, I just noticed the arm is the handle. <laughs> that's wicked yeah. funny. <laughs> So I um, about wrote about you online as a wife, a mom, a photographer. Um, mm-hmm. I see you as like a, I want to say mentor, but I like like the big sister idea better because that's how I felt when I first met you. Like mm-hmm. you just felt like a like older sister kind of figure to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally see you being that in um, other people's lives too that like we both mm-hmm. know. And you've always been a huge encouragement to me, like in my walk with Lyme and then also my relationship with God, I think is really cool. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, just tell, tell us about yourself and then who you are and then we'll get into like your Lyme story after that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I like, I think bigger sister than mentor because uh, it makes me feel younger. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm, yeah, so Samantha Bean, and I am years old. Um, I'm 51 (laughs) years old, um, and I have been married for almost 30 years to my best friend in the entire world. Um, Such a gift. Um, We've been Mm -hmm. through it all together, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have two amazing sons, and they're 21 and 24, and they live close by, which is a such a gift um one is in college still and one is living in a house with five guys <laughs> and a cul-de-sac um and he's a computer coder um and yeah my husband and I are photographers here in Nashville um we have we have our main business which is the visual reserve and we shoot just um advertising commercial stuff music um you name it and um, so for that company, I sort of, um, I produce the shoots and I help run the business. And then I also have my own, um, SamanthaBean.com, which I think you have linked. And it's just, um, I, I love taking pictures and just like telling stories mm. through my photography and video. Um, so it's sort of like a day in the life of type of thing um, when I go and shoot a family or a person. Um, I like to share their heart and soul, kind of get you know, pull that out of them rather than mm-hmm. just like a regular family shoot. Um, so 
and we just started painting. We just like like to do all things creative. That's um, so, so cool. We, we just, you know, we're kind of approaching empty nesters. My son's on campus at college, but he bounces back. So we mm-hmm. uh, are almost about to be empty nesters. So we're starting to like, uh, yeah, we just started painting, abstract painting. My husband just put out an album randomly. What? <laughs> um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to That's share so with awesome. you. But, so, um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So I knew you did your photography and then I remember you telling me something about you guys having a studio, but I didn't know. So that stuff is under visual reserve, you said? Yes. Visualreserve.com. And okay. so it's way different than my stuff. My stuff is, I, you know, he's the main breadwinner. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do the little stuff on the side. And um, so I, yeah, like I, we, we run that business together. And then. Um, That's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we do. Like you'll see, like everything except weddings, pretty much. <laughs> We've yeah, done a few okay. weddings, but um, yeah, we do. It's it's always something different. Like one day we'll be shooting like you know this wild musician, and the next day it's this like corporate you know headshot. You know, oh my and word! You know, one day shooting for a catalog here. So you, it's so many different people, so many different things. You never know what the next day brings. The next call can like change your whole next month, and we love oh it. Oh my way. gosh. Yeah. Okay. Can I link that to your page so people yeah. can follow that? Because totally. um, your photo, like I love your photography. To me, it feels like your Samantha Bean page, like really homey and mm-hmm. um, intimate, almost like in a nice That's family right. way. Yeah. But then, one of the the objects of like um, having each artist or creative share their story is connecting like okay so you're a photographer but then also you help produce these shoots or whatever role you're able to play for that shoot or you want to play um while also having Lyme and so let's talk about your Lyme story and then we'll come back because I want to know what it looks like for like whatever symptoms you have how you do those shoots because when I was thinking you just did photography in my head I'm like I wonder if she just like reschedules if she's not feeling well but then Mm -hmm. if you have these shoots with your husband where it's like they're in the calendar and ready to go I don't know I just yeah yeah yeah. people relying on you so let's talk about first like um like when you got diagnosed and then what that looked like and kind of like how long things have been and then also your symptoms okay so yeah Uh, it was about 2014 and I didn't really know much about Lyme disease at all and uh so we were just going about with life. Life was good and life still is good. But, um, <laughs> and I, all of a sudden I started getting these, like, it felt like an ice pick just being just in my brain, like over and over, what the heck? but it was random. So it would just come and then go. And so I kind in of one spot it or all over all like different places each time. What? So uh, it takes a lot for me to get to the doctor because I just, okay. I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, this is just random. I don't know what's going on. Um, but throughout the week, more intense, more intense. Um, and so I remember being on a photo shoot and just, it started, it, first it was just like the ice pick, but then it was like my whole body just started feeling horrible. And I'm like, what is oh. going on? We were shooting. I remember, remember, I'll never forget that day, like for a local brewery or something and we were in this place where he was like making the he was making the beer and I don't know it was just this weird I was just like I gotta get out of here (laughs) um so 
so um, I went home that day and I remember just thinking, what is going on? And I, I was noticing my face and I was just like, oh my gosh, my face just feels weird. And it just started sliding, sliding. And by the end of the night, half my face completely paralyzed. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, okay, I guess I should go to the, <laughs> the doctor now. <laughs> um, it takes a lot for me to get in there. So I went to a um, walk-in clinic and told them what I was going on. And they're like, you need to go to the hospital because you could be having a stroke, you know? Oh my word. Um, but my husband, I remember being at home, my husband's like, you have, you have Lyme disease. And I was like, what? What is, what is even Lyme disease? Like, Where's he from? The North? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But he didn't oh. know much about Lyme. I don't know where, okay. why he thought that. Like, this, these aren't typical Lyme disease, um, you know, symptoms. Yeah. I feel like it was the Holy Spirit telling him that. Because when we went to the hospital, we asked for a Lyme test, which we wouldn't have if he hadn't said wow. that. But let me go back. I forgot one thing. Okay. Um, four months prior to this, um, I remember getting a, a weird bite on my leg and it was like not your typical red ring it was like a bruise but still kind of a ring but a bruise okay. and I remember texting it to my friends who lived in the country hey what is this like do I need to worry about this mm-hmm. I, I feel fine I felt fine um and they're like no no haven't really seen it because it wasn't your typical red ring so I just blew it off um so then fast forward mm-hmm. to four months later um, so yeah, so then I went into the, they checked me into the hospital, you know, okay. wanted to make sure I wasn't having a stroke because it seemed like it could have been with the paralysis and the head pains and stuff. So they check me in and my husband, they're doing all these tests and my husband's like, check her for Lyme disease. Um, so I ended up having shingles in my ear, which was causing the sharp stabbing pains in my head. <laughs> And oh. um, Bell's palsy in my face. And those two together are called Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And it's common with people with Lyme to get Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. so, so it's a combination of shingles and Lyme? Uh, well, no, it's a combination of shingles and Bell's palsy. And that's the oh, symptom sorry. Yes, of Lyme. Oh, sorry. Yes, in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is weird. I think I, – I'm not sure because I'm not a doctor. But I think something about the shingles in my ear – in your ear hits a nerve that causes the facial paralysis, Whoa. you know, cause it's in my ear and then it causes your face to, Oh, and I have a picture just for reference. Oh yeah. So, tell me if you can see this just so you can see how crazy it was. Um, so yeah. So when I, can you wait, it's kind of, okay. You know what I'm going to have you do? do? You send me that image and I'll put okay. it, I'll edit it in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so um, in it, that's the picture of like that night. So that's the picture of that night. Yeah. And then, um, so I didn't know what to do because my eye wouldn't shut. Like, oh my gosh, you have no, yeah. And so I, you'll see in the picture, the second picture I sent, I put cotton balls on my eye and then used just like tape I had around the house so I could keep my eye shut because it had gotten scratched because it wouldn't close. I had to <gasps> manually go like this to get Wait, it to could have you, tears. Could you still see out of it? I could see out of it, yeah. It like, just I'm wouldn't... trying to, like, picture what that's like not be able to close it. Because wouldn't it get wicked dry? That's why. Uh, yeah. So I kept going like this. So I was like, okay, I just need it to stay shut, but it won't stay shut. So I, you'll see in the picture, I put cotton balls and just taped it shut. Because I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, um, 
and then like to drink, you can't drink. It was crazy. And some people, because of course I research it, which is dangerous to do with all of this stuff, <laughs> researching online, yeah. don't suggest it. But I did. And some people never get their their face movement back. No way. Isn't this what um, recently, like that video of Justin Bieber, yeah. when his face, wasn't that what he had, the Ramsey? He did. Wow. Yeah, he had that. And it doesn't always mean you have Lyme disease, but it, um, you know, it is one of the symptoms. You'll find a lot of people with Lyme disease. That's how they find out. Um, wow. So, so yeah, so... Um, they put me on, you know, because I had shingles, they put me on like Valtrex, prednisone, uh, doxycycline, everything at once to try to get my face back and the yeah. shingles gone. Um, and then the Lyme test came back and, you know, it was just a, the generic hospital Lyme test. So, which we yeah. don't, we, with Lyme disease, no, you can't really always trust that, but it did come mm. back positive, Interesting. which is rare. I wonder so, if it's because you had just gotten the bite four months prior. Four months prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I eventually got the Igenix test to confirm, okay. you know, yep. and so Igenix is the place where you want to go for that. But, mm-hmm. um, so then they sent me home and here I was, you know, still had shingles, face paralyzed, just diagnosed with Lyme disease. And I'm laying in bed thinking, what in the world, you know, oh like, is this my new normal? You know, yeah. cause I, I couldn't. Like I couldn't even watch TV because of all the pain in that one eye. I could just lay in bed. It hurt to move. You know, shingles wow. is very painful. And I remember just laying and going, Lord, what in the world? You know? And I was kind of saying like um, to him, you know, you start to ask the whys. I think maybe some of, yeah. a lot of us would lie, you know, ask why. And then after like a week of laying there, it turned to, instead of why God, it turned to, Lord, what can you say to me today in this stillness and in this pain that you couldn't say to me last week or last month Mm. because I was so busy. I was going through all the, you know, just doing life. What can you say to me today in this, you know? And it turned out to be a really sweet time where the Lord just poured into me and uh, life-changing, like, I've said this before, but like, I look back at that week with fondness Mm -hmm. when I was laying there, the worst pain ever. And it's Mm -hmm. just so, um, so interesting. Yeah. So um, that's how it started. (laughs) And um, so the paralysis went away after about two weeks. And I got, I would say I have 95% of my face back. Still, sometimes Mm -hmm. I notice this eye blinks a little slower than the other one, but I would say I'm healed from it. Um, Yeah. And the shingles of course went away taking all that stuff. Um, And then, so now I'm left with Lyme disease. Um, And what that looked like for the first gosh, four years or so is I would, I would, you know, we always have, or I always had some sort of pain going on, but then I would have these flare ups where I wouldn't be able to move one, you know, uh, one part of my body and I would have to walk with a cane or something like that. And I would never know when they're coming. Uh, so what, what I did for the first four years is whenever these would happen, it would be, it's not just a flare up because we have flare ups that just you're in pain, but you can still function. These were flare ups to where I wouldn't be able to like move my neck and then it would move. 
Yeah. Wow. So I would, I would go on doxycycline, which I hate mm-hmm. that I did that, but I would go on it for like three weeks. Okay. It would knock it out and it would help me to be good for the next, I don't know, year. And then wow, I would have a flare up. Really? It was this, it was this thing that I would do. I think for me, a big part of Lyme is trying to figure out what causes me to have pain, mm-hmm. you know, like what foods, what smells, what I'm doing. And uh, so in that process, I would have these huge flare ups. But after four years, I kind of was figuring out what caused them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped having them. Like I haven't had a huge flare up where it caused me to like not be able to use a part of my body mm-hmm. in like four years. Wow. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Wow. That's I mean, so I still good. have. Yeah. Like I still have pain and stuff like this, but it doesn't knock me out. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, where I have to use a cane because I did have to use a cane for a while um, and stuff like that. So I think it was just a matter of I figured out what was causing it, uh, certain foods for me mm-hmm. and things, really random things. Like, I know this might sound crazy, but like dryer sheets. Oh, wow. And really toxic smells would put me into a flare up. Wow. Like all of a sudden, yeah. And strong perfumes. Okay. Uh, I'm around people that have really strong perfumes. It's like a heightened sense of smell. Whoa. Um, yeah. And then for some reason, it just would make my body lock up. So. And uh, certain foods and stuff like that. Yeah. So you like for the most part know how to know what to avoid to get away from the big flare-ups. And then what's like your – what are like, I guess, like the leftover symptoms or I feel like the reason I'm asking this is because I was just talking to um, my friend the other day, we were having dinner and she has Lyme and she, her and I are both at a similar place where like, we're fine. We both, we have different symptoms, but you learn how to manage. So it's like, maybe you don't take as many of your meds or like you just kind of get a little bit relaxed, maybe too relaxed. Um, cause you're mm-hmm. just used to living with these symptoms. So do you have symptoms that these are your really bad symptoms and then these are just like your everyday, the leftovers or however you want to call them? Yeah. I would say nowadays my really bad symptoms is like, um, joint pain mm-hmm. and fogginess. Uh, you know, another thing that I found, um, causes slurps is if I, if I do too much, you mm. know, and I let my body just get depleted. Yeah. So like if I have an event to go to at night or something to do at night, I pretty much have to rest that day, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's a change of lifestyle for sure. Um, if I go to stuff in the morning, if I have a photo shoot, I'm not doing nothing else that day, <laughs> you know? Um, because if I, when I was pushing myself and go, 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 because on days when we feel good, we want to push ourselves because yeah. we're like, I'm having a good day. Yeah. I'm going to do all the things. And then um, I would I would have flare-ups. And so I ha- I've really learned this pacing of my life, which honestly has been a gift. Yeah. Because I think so often in life we go through our days and we're just go- going, 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 and we never stop to reflect. We never stop. Like now, say I'm going out at night, I have to stay, stay kind of relaxed that day. So mm-hmm. I have time to like pray about – what's going on that evening even, you know, I have time to read, I have time to just reflect. Um, so I think it's, 
it's been a, a great thing, honestly. Yeah. Wow. And then when you, what's like a, on a good day, do you still have symptoms? Like, like you said, on a good day when we want to push ourselves, like, do you still have symptoms mm-hmm. on that good day? I do, but very light. Like I, I have a, I have other things going on. Like I have a rod fused to my spine because okay. um, I had scoliosis when I was younger. So I have a lot of, I have pain from other things yeah. and I broke my pelvis two years ago. I broke my pelvis. Oh my word. Um, so I have stuff from other things. So sometimes it's hard to know yeah. like what's Lyme and what's yep. just getting old <laughs> and what's from my, my spine not being able to move. Mm-hmm. I know that that causes a lot of problems. So, um, but the past two years have been the best um, physically. And wow. I think it's due to just knowing those things, slowing down, um, knowing what to stay away from and knowing what to do. Yeah. And uh, it takes time yeah. though, to figure that out. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, And then, okay, so with that being said, when you do have like a photo shoot, you said you'll just take it easy or whatever. What have you done? I guess one of the, the questions in my head that I've had for like different people who are creative but have Lyme and still have like the pain or symptoms is going from it if there's people who want to pursue a passion or whatever I want them to feel encouraged to still pursue that passion even if they have the pain or symptoms and at what capacity so does that mean for you like moving gigs around or sometimes you just go and like do the gig and you're in pain like Where's your mindset if you do go and do the gig? Like, how do you get yourself to do it, I guess? Yeah, I would say um, the back in the days where I would not be able to move a part of my body or have to be a, with a cane, uh, yeah, I had to cancel things mm-hmm. often. Um, but now if it's body pain, joint pain, where I can still move, um, sometimes I'll, I'll reschedule. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, like, I just, I feel like I... I have learned how to live with pain, Yeah, you know? And so if I have a lot of pain one day, I'm like, okay, I can sit home and I'm going to be in pain mm-hmm. or I can go on a photo shoot and I know, I'll be in pain, yeah, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So I'm like, I want to live my life. And so I um, have learned, cause at first it's like, when you're in pain, you're just like, I don't want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. I'm just going to be here. And I'm going to be miserable (laughs) and I just, I'm I'm sad I'm missing out. And it was like, it it was a spiral. And so I'm like, okay, I can sit home and be mopey and be in pain, which some days I think you need. Yeah. I was going to say some some days days you have to just like let yourself. You have to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like many days, Yeah. you know, but I think after a while, if, if it's a chronic condition, there has to be a time where you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start going out and doing some things in pain. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, you find when you do that, sometimes the pain, you know, takes a back seat and you don't even yeah. focus on that because you're with friends or you're working and stuff. But I think it is a balance. I don't want to say yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. Cause I think there's, there's a necessity to let yourself rest mm-hmm. and heal. Um, so it's a, it's a mix. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because I think it's neat that you, like, have the history you do with Lyme. You have, like, these dreams and passions, and you're still doing them, even with 
the pain. And I think that's like, I don't want every, I, I feel like I talk about the pain a lot. Maybe it's just in my own life, but I want people to feel like, like that, how you said you can just lay there and feel like there's no end to it or you didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying? Sorry. My brain's so yes. foggy. You can just feel yeah. mopey. Like it's never going to end basically. Yep. And like, I think back and I'm like, what was my turning point where I started having less of those days and more mm -hmm. days choosing to do what I love? And I don't know what the answer is because I still have the same pain I did the whole mm -hmm. time. But I think one of the things that I've been coming down to is I think it's like a mindset and it's not that the mindset takes away the pain, but if you can like mm -hmm. find a way to just choose to like do things that make you happy and or even like rely mm -hmm. on God I don't know I feel like I'm kind of rambling but I just think it's really cool that you continue to do those things even though you're in so much pain and probably something that could be frustrating is you don't look like you're in pain you know what I yeah, mean that's how we all are yeah I think, with Lyme that's that's a frustrating thing yeah for sure um, but I do think it's important like to um you know one thing about Lyme is so it, it makes us, I think most of us more compassionate, yeah. you know, and makes us, um, I don't know, introspective and thoughtful. And, um, so I think when we're, <laughs> my fogginess is, I know it's so crazy. You can um, be, I don't know what I was saying. You can be on a trail and then it's like this cloud comes yeah. in and you're like, where am I? <laughs> Then you, yeah. well plus with these things i can't hear myself oh so yeah much but, um <laughs> i think that um yeah there's such basically what i'm saying is that mm -hmm. there's such beautiful things to come out of lime and i think it's so easy to focus on the negatives and the whys and the things you're missing out on and like why do i have to be in pain every mm -hmm. day you know and and it can be um, you know, we can get in this just downward cycle. And I think that it's important. Let yourself do that. Let yourself feel the weight of it. Cause it is hard and tragic and sad, mm -hmm. but there's a point where with chronic pain, um, say, okay, what are the, what's the beautiful things about Lyme? Like I have a friend who has mm -hmm. cerebral palsy mm -hmm. and she says, I have the gift of cerebral palsy. Whoa. And I was always like, what? And until I got Lyme disease, I didn't know what she was talking yeah. about, but I get it. Yeah. You know, like there's beautiful things that like I, I wouldn't have experienced or known had I not have Lyme disease. Yeah. I would be a different person. Yeah. I completely and, agree with that. Yeah. And like, as a, as a Christian, it makes me, it makes me daily needy yeah. for him. And I've found that my neediness for him is my strength. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm glad I'm needy every day for God yeah. because when everything's going good and, you know, you, you lose that and there's something just holy and beautiful about that. Mm -hmm. um, that is a gift of life. Yeah. No, I completely agree that I don't know if yeah. you think about this, but when my pain is like really bad or I feel like I'm like getting at my wits end or it's like a bad flare day or whatever, I like think about more recently I would say the last couple years maybe even just last year of like what heaven's gonna feel like like I just like remind myself that this isn't like it for us 
And I think for me, I don't know what it's like to go through this without God. I know that when I was like away from him and just kind of like trying to live my life on my own, I still knew who he was and it actually made me really angry for a while because I was like, how could I like know who he is? And he's like allowing me to live in this pain. But then once I kind of hit my deep end and then circled back around, now it's more like I feel like, yeah, like you said, it's a gift. It's like you can see things a lot differently. And then also it just gives me hope that whatever people are suffering here, like this isn't it and this doesn't have to be it if they yeah. like believe in God. And for me, when I like hear about people not believing in him, my first thought is like, but how could you think that this is it? Like, yeah. I don't know totally. how, if this is it. And my whole existence was just to like, for most of it, or not most of it, but a lot of it to like live in pain and suffer. And Mm -hmm. same goes for like other people and their suffering. I don't know. Like, I just don't believe that like, that's the end of the story. And so I found whenever I'm having like really hard days, if I can think about like, what it's going to be like in heaven when I'm just like at peace it just also just gets me so excited for like that's it and I believe I I choose to like still believe that I could um be healed and not have the pain like here on earth obviously I'm not like I'll never not have pain I think that it's hard to find a balance between having that hope of never being in pain but and then also like Mm -hmm. reality if that makes sense um Mm -hmm. And I think the balance that I want people to find with this whole thing is like hearing people like yourself who have pain and have like symptoms from Lyme and have the journey they do still pursuing their passions and and yeah. choosing to do those passions and then also not continue to choose healing and find healing and like find the treatment for you. You know what I mean? You don't have to settle, yeah. but then also like just yeah. keep pursuing healing, but then also like keep pursuing your passion that's a hard balance to find sometimes when you're treating it's hard to like remember that there's like life outside of just like waking up and taking your pills every day or like going to treatment yes yeah and I think it's it's easy to live in that well someday when I get healed or when I you know Mm -hmm. and and miss out on today like the life you're given today yeah you know and and I think that um I do think it teaches us to like there's a bible verse that says Lord, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom, mm. you know? And I think Lyme disease helps you number your days, you know, and, and any sickness. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It just keeps keeps in your head, hey, this isn't it. Yeah, you yeah. You know, like there's more to come. And so I want to make the most of every day, whether I'm in pain, whether I'm not in pain, whether I'm, you know, rich or poor, whatever it is, I want to, Lord, what do you have for me today? What do you want me to give this world today? you know? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter like pain or not. Like I just, I want to be here, like mm-hmm. loving on people and letting him move through my life. And I think sometimes, um, for me personally, uh, I think having Lyme disease is, um, I don't know. I know it sounds weird, but it's like, uh, it's, it has been a gift to me, like I said before, mm-hmm. because, um, I think it's kept me 
close close to him. Mm-hmm. I think I could I could go my own way very easily, yeah, you know, yeah. and and go off the rails. And I think it's it's kept me tight to him. So I feel like, wow, thank you, Lord, you know. Yeah. And it's um, you know, yeah. There's more I want to add. Would I choose it? Would I choose it this way? Yeah, no. no. But, you know, Obviously not. If it could be, if it could happen another way, but I think there's some things that can only um, happen through pain, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and be developed through pain. So anyway. Uh, I still have more to ask you, but I just want to say I appreciate you like coming on the podcast and also letting us like share your story and what you're doing um, on I Love the Way You Line because I know that it can be hard like to put yourself out there and like almost like in a vulnerable position to share like we talk about it maybe it probably to others it seems freely probably just because we're really comfortable with each other and we know what each other are going through but it's not an easy thing to like just sit and talk about like the journey you've been through and the pain and the symptoms and like it's not easy to think about it but I really appreciate you sharing like your story and being willing to share because like it's going to help other people see that they can do it. other photographers or people who want to produce shoots or people who want to get married and have kids like you know what I mean there's there's so much like you are a mom and you had to show up in ways and you're like your wife and you had to show up in ways what did that look like um like having so how old were your kids when you got diagnosed I'm trying to think because it was 2014 and that was what oh, seven you have to do the math. eight years ago, <laughs> yeah. I think. Right. So I had a were they in teen- eight years teenagers? ago would be sixteen and fourteen, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I got Lyme disease. So what was that like for I, them? I mean, I know of course it was hard seeing someone you love like be in pain, but I think as parents, like it's so great when we can show kids how do you walk through pain? Mm. How do you walk through heartache how do you walk through all these things you know and so I think um I think they would say too that it was um yeah just a great learning experience and so when they come across things in like you know hardships in life they can look back and be like oh remember how how mom did that mm, you know and how yeah. she clung on to God in that and didn't you know become bitter and and you know uh so I think that it's a it's a teaching experience. It's a learning experience for them, you know? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And then, like, your husband, I'm assuming, like, like my husband does, like, has to pick up – Not, I don't want to say pick up in areas we're slacking because I don't think it's, like, us slacking. I think it's – I just don't know yeah. a nicer way to say it. But you know what I'm saying? When yeah. we can't, like, be there, totally. um, they have to step in. So what was that like for – him would you say yeah I mean they definitely have to have to pick up a lot and like too for the kids I think it teaches them like they got to know how to like care Mm. for someone else yeah watch their dad care for you yeah and just like lay his life down really for uh a a season and even still you know um and I I have been married to an amazing man who um did it very well Mm -hmm. um but it's it's a lot for them, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's it's important for them to have community too. Like we have this, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's important for them to have one another. So maybe someday that'll be a 
another little offshoot of this, mm-hmm. you know, where the men can talk because I yeah. know it's, it's hard and I, I think it's hard. It can be really hard on marriages yeah. for sure. I've seen it. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I remember yeah. meeting Dave and just being like, oh my gosh, he's so nice and so kind to you. And <laughs> he just loves you so yeah. much. And I think I'm only, we're only, uh, I don't know how long, maybe like a, almost two years, a year and a half into our marriage. So we're like yeah. newlyweds still kind of, even though it feels like a long time, um, but not in a bad way, just in a way of how we get along and stuff (laughs) but (laughs) it's so like nuts having to um watch them process it through their eyes um and that's like a lot to obviously when you guys got married you didn't have like Lyme yet but he committed to in sickness and health and I know with Mm -hmm. Andrew like he didn't know full I don't think you really know till you're in it and you're seeing that person every day you know, how to overcome, but, um, it's so crazy because I'm sure that because of the way Dave is and you guys relationship together, it's almost like you see another aspect of God's love for you through your husband. Um, and like, just like the, the willingness to be there for you and help in any way they can. And it's something that it's, it's so beautiful. And I like, I remember thinking when, before I was married or um, with anybody and after I'd gone through a breakup, I was diagnosed then gone through a breakup like a year later and really feeling like how could anyone want to like be with me Mm. with or take on this pain and like take on like the treatments and figuring it all out. But oh my gosh, I wish now I could go back and be like, there is someone for you who will like love you Mm -hmm. through it. Like, like Dave has for you and Andrew has for me. I hope that other people can like experience, not just experience that, yeah. but like have that hope too, that they'll find someone. Yes. And, and I think if you're already married, if you got married when you didn't have Lyme and then you get it, and I think it can be, um, it can either rip a marriage apart mm-hmm. or it can really bring you together mm-hmm. in a a special way that you wouldn't have yeah. had you not been through this, yeah. you know, and that's what it's done for us, man. It's like he, you know, gosh, with all, all my stuff, like broken pelvis and that <laughs> he's had to like change bedpans. I remember oh my when word. I was, sometimes I couldn't with Lyme, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed and I would just, I'd have to go to the bathroom. Right. Oh. So I'd have to real talk. Sorry. <laughs> my husband. <laughs> I know your husband's like, don't talk about it. I would have to slide down the side of the bed and he would hold a pot under oh me my so I could pee climb back up in bed and I mean there's something that that does for a marriage yeah it, you know it's it's, it's special you know yeah and so um but that's yeah. so important to talk about because there's people who are going to listen to this who have Lyme who like have been there or could imagine from what they've gone through but then there's other people who like st- I mean, Lyme, if you have it, it's hard to wrap your head around in general, all the different things that can come with it. But I think it's important for people to know that because, um, again, it's not like a pity us thing, like this is what we've gone through, but it's just uh, the reality of what a lot of people have to go through. And the more we talk about it and the more we're open, hopefully people will be able to get diagnosed sooner and even you sharing like your crazy symptoms and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. And I think, I think for, um, 
for the husbands too. It's like, you know, when I, I, I just saw like, wow, he's, he did this for me, you know, mm. and he's, it's just a tender thing. And then for him, you know, he is getting to like, just show his love to me in these new ways that he wouldn't have, mm. you know? And I'm like, dude, you're learning, you're earning a lot of, of points in heaven. Yeah, you know, you're, for real. I always say, you're going to have a mansion yeah. <laughs> because of me, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you're welcome. I hope I can come to your mansion. That is so, <laughs> so funny. Please let me visit. Yeah. 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 So uh, it makes like, you, welcome. it makes you want to give it back to them, like give the love back to them too. Yeah. Cause like if they ask you to oh, do something totally. or something comes up, you're like, oh my gosh, I he literally yeah. held a pan while I went to the bathroom. Of course, I will <laughs> yeah. go buy you a coffee. You water. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's oh true. my gosh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to have him on uh, an episode one day. I really want to do yeah. one with Andrew, but that would be cool. Kind of showing all different aspects of it and hearing their side. Yeah, I'd love that. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then. On your page, we shared some of your like favorite finds with some of the things that help you. I uh, listed them all, but I'd love to hear you talk about some of them, especially the coffee enema, because okay. this is something that I yeah. have seen like people talk about online and I haven't tried it, but I'm dying to know about it. And I'm just going to put like a little okay. forewarning now, I guess, for people listening. Yeah. I don't know. Is it going to get graphic? I mean, we're talking about enemas, <laughs> I, so probably. But Andrew, I didn't even know what it. Your, yeah. yeah your <laughs> so, um, if you're Andrew, turn this off. If you're not, you can keep listening. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah. So, this is something I've just recently discovered, actually, and, um, I know that. Okay, real talk. Constipation is a, a thing for people with Lyme. Uh, some some people, mm-hmm. um, and people without Lyme. But um, for me, it has been an issue. And so it's like toxic, you know, if you're not pooping. So, um, yeah, I do these enemas and I've been doing them probably like twice a month. Mm -hmm. And it's like my favorite day of the month. No way, (laughs) really? Because Because you feel that good? Like, literally, like I've never done cocaine, but I feel like (laughs) this is what it must feel like. No (laughs) way. Yeah. So I... Yeah, it's just, it gets everything, like all the toxicity out. I feel lighter. My brain feels clear. Wow. Um, it's It's been a real gift for me. So um, yeah, there's a link to the kit I bought mm-hmm. and then the coffee. It's actually made for enemas. Oh, I didn't know that coffee. about the coffee that you yeah. linked. Okay, that's good yeah, to know. It's, a, it's called Therapy Roast. I saw that, so yeah. Yeah. So this company, they make regular coffee, but then they also have this one specific for um, enemas. Oh my gosh. So, I did not know that. I thought it was yeah. just therapy because I'm like, if you drink it, you feel like calm or something. Oh. That's so cool yeah. that they make know, it specific. I don't know if you can drink it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. That's cool that they yeah. like, uh, I don't know. That's very different for a coffee company to make something specific yeah. for that. Wait, so when you do it, because... I thought I heard people say they got like heart palpitations and stuff before from the caffeine. So with this blend, is it different then? Well, I th- I'm not sure about this one. So I can't do caffeine mm-hmm. because I get heart palpitations. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not saying this is for everyone at all. Yeah. I'm not saying enemas is for everyone. Yeah. I'm just telling you my story because I know it might affect everyone differently. Yeah. But for me, this specific 
coffee. I don't know if I don't th- I don't know that it's decaf. It might be green. It's called green, green so yeah. maybe it's a green. But um, it it does not affect me poorly. It doesn't give me heart palpitations. Um, me personally. Yeah. Okay. And I am one that doesn't drink caffeine. Yeah. So yeah. So that makes sense because I yeah. feel like since you don't drink caffeine, it would probably give you some sort of effect if it had yeah. caffeine in it. I don't yeah. know. That's been my but reason for not trying time. those. So that's why I'm like oh. really interested because I can't, I can like part, I did, I had a cup of coffee for the first time a couple of weeks ago and I had in- insane heart palpitations and yeah. anxiety. I was like, what's Holy going God. on? So this is interesting. Okay. So I would start with like, like I do two tablespoons. I would start with one tablespoon, get, you know, see how that does. Mm-hmm. Then you can up it to two tablespoons, but yeah. okay. off the record, I'm going to ask you how to actually do it because I don't know, but I just feel like okay. maybe that <laughs> would be my. Totally. I feel like uh, if I could give a, a tutorial, I would, but oh my God, <laughs> that would be super so funny. There's a girl, um, there's a girl, I believe she's in Nashville. I know she has Lyme. And I'm pretty sure she's like an enema specialist, if that's a thing. Like I'm pretty sure okay. she has. Like you go to her to to get it done. I think so. Like I. Colonic? Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of colonic. That's different, isn't it? Yeah, I think that goes. That goes. Like, <laughs> careful, my using my words. <laughs> I want to say deeper, but it goes. It goes further up in the body. Um, body. Body. Okay. Intestines. I'll it find will go her further. thing. Yeah. So this isn't as intensive as that. Okay. Um, it goes in your like maybe lower intestine or something, but um, yeah. Okay. This is a scaled down version maybe of that. Okay. Makes sense. I've been wanting to uh, connect with her because I'm like so interested. So maybe we can have like a lime. I love the way lime get together again at your house and we can yeah. just all do colon. No, just kidding. That's right. Everyone go in their own room and do like an enema. Oh my Whoa. gosh. They would be like, yeah, not at my house. <laughs> Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> we'll have to rent a space. We'll rent an Airbnb we to go. do. Don't tell anyone. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Leave a review. Um. Okay. So yeah. yeah, enemas was one, and then the. Can you tell me about that daily devotional? Oh yeah. So it's just it's called Streams in Your Dead in the in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um. It's an old classic. Okay. And it just talks about. Um, yeah, like you think about streams in the desert, you know, when, when times are dry and things are rough, um, and it, it just has little devotions and verses that talk, that speak to that, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's just been a real godsend for, for me, um, to read through those on days. They're short. Mm -hmm. So on days where you're in a lot of pain, you don't want to read a lot and stuff. So they're just super short. You can have someone else read it to you or something, but, um, I highly, highly recommend everyone getting that pain or no pain. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lime or no lime. It's a great one. Cool. And then what are some of the other things that you had? Do you remember? Uh, I, I printed this out. Let's say I had, oh, just for me, chlorine was one of the things that um, affects me poorly. So I have that sodium asorbate powder that I just put into my um, bathtub and I yes. spray on myself before I shower and it helps your body not retain as much chlorine. I had never heard of that um, before. Where did you hear, like, yeah. where did you learn that? To spray it on your body. I was like, whoa, that's so smart. Yeah, well, I was putting it in my bath, but then I'm like, I have a filter on my shower. Okay. But still, like, I want, you know, why not do it? So I was like, I'm just going to put this in a bottle and spray it on me. And I heard that it it helps the chlorine, like, not not, uh, 
affect you as much. So it's it's worked for me. Okay. I feel better that since I've been doing it. And then hot and cold packs for me. I know everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like to, to have a heating pad yeah. on me at night, every single night I'm doing that. Oh my and word. then when I used to have when I had the flare ups, you know, where it's like pain, yeah. the cold, like because it reduces inflammation. I'm sure everyone knows that, but yeah. Nice. I love the headache yeah. cat. Have you seen the headache cat? No, I heard you guys talking yeah, about it. Yeah, Lauren that. and I, I were talking about it. One. Um, I don't I saw it on line like i a couple people i follow um through i love the way lime had them so i ordered it on amazon and then when she came to visit we had like a couple so we both would just wear them all the time because it feels so good but you should (laughs) totally try that because you know what's funny about it since you like the uh, when you're talking i'm like oh yeah i haven't put an ice because i've had like insane neck and um like almost like the back of your skull i don't know it's like what it is back there but that's where i get a lot of my pain so I'll do heat but I forgot the ice feels so good sometimes anyways the headache cat so it's good to wear around your head and over your eyes but what sometimes we did is pull it all the way down and it like cools your neck and the back of your head oh. and it feels so good yeah I'm gonna like oh, I, I need we that. need I love the way I'm I love the way Lime needs like a, a headache hat sponsor here <laughs> just like oh yeah I do that I love that <laughs> so we're doing the interviews so it's cold yeah it's cold Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Cause like the thing about for heat, sorry, my ears are sweating. Oh, it's okay. Um, so um, the heat is like comforting when you put it on, mm-hmm. but if you need, if you have like a, a pain going on, like you, I feel like cold is going to actually, you know, reduce the inflammation yeah, and make you good the rest of the day. But yeah. The heat is just comfort while it's on yeah. type of thing. Um, but also these, I, I don't think I put these on there, but I think I should is this line Uncle Harry's. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. But all super because so another thing for me has been like chemicals like shampoos and toothpaste oh, and whatnot. Yeah. And um the chemicals and and makeup. So I found clean makeup and then okay. um all this stuff from Uncle Harry is Harry's is so um pure. And so I just buy a whole bunch of it and mm. uh it's been really wonderful. I'm pretty I got a crush on Uncle Harry, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should link that on your so... page, the Uncle Harry's. Well, yeah, I'll send you okay. that link. Yeah. And then. He's got toothpaste, hair gel. Oh, whoa. Everything. Body soap, all the things. Yeah. Okay. And then um, what do you, do you use like a certain brand for the makeup, for clean makeup? I do. I have different ones for everything. So okay. like, uh, yeah, like uh, for my concealer, I use Air Perez. I found that to where I've been through every Clean concealer makeup. and like I I'll like I'll be in pain all day if I use like regular makeup. Holy cow, that's so, insane. I didn't realize stuff um affects you like that. Yeah. And then with the chlorine I mean, for, can you not go in a pool or anything or a hot tub? I I do go in the pool because okay. for me, like water it, it's like hard because like water is so healing I to know, me. Yeah. So it's like it's hard. So I'll, I'll go in the pool and then just shower off really good afterwards. Yeah. Cause it's, it does make me feel good, but the chlorine, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. I do go in the pool cause I'm a water girl. I so. know. I love the water helps pain so much. We're with being on the boat, we're on the ocean. And so on like bad pain days, even if the water was like freezing, Andrew'd be like, you know what you have to do, go swim. And at first it was hard to get 
like myself in and then I would just like lay there floating it, it even yeah. being on the salt I was just telling my friend um with lime this the other day we were talking about how like being by the ocean and the salt air like somehow helps the pain not feel as bad and I'll notice a difference yes. when I go back home inland we we have our house is on a lake but it's obviously not salt water so maybe I don't know what the difference is I just know when I go home my body feels heavier and then when I'm here on the boat um in the salt air my pain I still have it but it's like not as bad mm -hmm. or something interesting same like when i go to the beach i i feel amazing yeah it's so at the beach weird. it's like i don't know what it is i don't know it's weird yeah yeah huh so imagine if we could just like we'll have to get salt spray ourselves beach house community yeah there we go <laughs> maybe we can yeah, a awesome. little lime commune on the beach yeah <laughs> the um last question i had was um What's like your experience with the Lyme community and what's something, I guess it's two questions. What's something that you want to see like um, be changed in the Lyme community or like more like positive things, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I, like I said, with Lyme, I find that people, you, you run across people who are compassionate and kind and empathetic because pain does that to a person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess it can go either way, but um, usually in the Lyme community, you find these just beautiful people mm -hmm. um, that everyone I've met has this desire to want to help others. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like so help true. other people in pain and other people who are struggling with this or that. So I love that. Um, and, and it does show you, the gift of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's creating just beauty in people um, that may or may not have had that, you know, without yeah. Lyme. So, um, and I feel like, yeah, um, what you're doing is so important because when I first got Lyme, I didn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. I went on some of these boards and it felt really overwhelming yeah. and negative like so yep. much negativity, you know, and I, I get it because it's hard and mm -hmm. it's, you know, you're, you're in pain and all this, but, but you, you've got to see the beauty in it. And I think that's yeah. what you're doing is showing, showing the beauty of it and bringing us all together. So we can cry together. We can laugh together. We can encourage one another, share tips. Like it's such a gift. What, mm -hmm. what this can, what I love the way you lines doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and needed because yeah when I first got diagnosed I I didn't have there wasn't such a thing and um so I I love it yeah the it, it's so crazy because yeah like what you said about how um pretty much like everyone you meet wants to help people in whatever capacity they're able to and yeah. I think it's like for me one of my reasons is because I want the pain to feel worth it. Like I want the yeah. everything that you've gone through to feel worth it. And that's I really right. personally think that that's what a lot, why a lot of other people, they don't want to see other people suffer. So like obviously yeah. want to prevent people from getting to the place that they're in. But then also a lot of us, once you start hearing one story that sounds the same, then five stories that sound the same, then 10, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we know how prevalent it is and just want people to like, know they're not alone. Um, so there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And then, um, with the, I love the wee lime stuff. It's been so cool. Cause I couldn't have had, like I said, in the beginning of this, I couldn't have had 
like the dreams I think that I've had for it without people like you and my other friends who we all have had just over time conversations of like what we've needed or what's missing. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a matter of like putting action and doing those things. So without knowing that those were needed and knowing that I have people who will support like these different things and kind of go in it with me in whatever direction, um, we wouldn't really be anywhere. So I'm super thankful for you and like the other people who've been there from, um, the beginning and uh, you know like I don't know if you remember that feeling that the I love the wee lime show we had in 2019 I'm pretty sure you went at the Mm -hmm. back corner and um there was like 30 or something of us and then we had done like the dinner the night before at the Airbnb Mm -hmm. and then they get together at the show and like that like I have this big vision board for I love the way you line, but then I could just slap like that picture of what those two nights were like over it because that's like where this needs to go. Like people need community in their location and like wherever they're living Um, and online, obviously to like do calls and stuff like that. But throwing more events like that where people are sharing their stories through art, music, Mm-hmm. their books whatever it is who have lime and then doing meetups where we can all just like sit around a dining room table and you don't even have to tell your full story like you could no. just say snippets and then everyone knows like that um yeah they can relate yeah it's huge it's so, so i'm excited and it's 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 a part of the healing process i think mm-hmm. you know being in community and having people um around you is is part of the healing yeah oh yeah i don't think I don't want to say like it's not possible to heal on your own, but I for me it hasn't been right. possible to like heal on my own. So yeah. yeah. And and there's a lot of people I think that still haven't found that community or um maybe mm-hmm. like there's people who I have found through I Love the Way Lime who don't even know anyone that has Lyme. So right. the more that we grow like the community, the less people I feel like that have to feel alone. So But thank you so much for doing this podcast and for sharing your story and your gorilla mug and (laughs) Dave's time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. Helping me with all the technological difficulties. (laughs) Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for everything you're doing and bringing us all together. And I'm just so excited and I'm here for all of it. So I'm I love it. And you're, you're just bringing people together and helping people find uh, healing and love and Mm -hmm. um, just feeling heard and seen, which is what we all want. So Mm -hmm. thanks. So if you um, have enjoyed this episode, I don't know why you wouldn't because Sam's like a pleasure to listen to. Um, Make sure you check out her social media and then um, check out her. I love the way line page where you can find her photography linked, her social media linked, um, her favorite finds. So some of those therapeutic things that have helped her get through her, um, her symptoms. And then, um, she also wrote a really awesome blog post that I believe is called, yeah, I will rejoice right on your page. Yeah. So, um, we'll be sharing that this week on, I love the way you lime social media. So be sure to check that out and okay. Thanks Sam. Thank you. Bye. Bye.